When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Manawak Caves is intended for mature audiences. It contains strong language and depictions of bullying, violence, and sexual assault that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Also, this is an extremely immersive experience, and headphones are recommended. You're listening to The Manawak Caves, a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Psychopia Pictures. August 11th. I got a call from Dina this morning. Said LeBlanc was driving down and wanted us to all meet in person. It must be important if he drove down for Nashville. Jill. How you holding up? I don't fucking know anymore, honestly. The only thing I can do right now is keep digging for answers. Listen, I'm so sorry about Tyler Wilson. I know you two were close back in the day. I don't understand it. I guess he lost his shit. I don't know. Or maybe he was the sane one and it's the rest of us that are completely insane. Either way, Tyler knew something. Something we don't. Not yet, anyway. How about you? Are you taking care of yourself? What do you mean? Do you have a psychiatrist? Where'd you disappear to last night, Julian? Hey, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I couldn't sleep, so I, I went to get in my car. How's Jimmy? Good morning, thank you all for coming. Well, what is it then? I'm sorry, there's no easy way to tell you. What? They rejected our appeal. Fuckers. Why? Dana, hold on. I'm sorry, Mr. LeBlanc, but did we miss the deadline no, for filing no, our... No, no, no. Look, we made the deadline by the skin of our teeth. But they still rejected the claim. Why? Lacking in merit. The fuck does that mean? The testimony of the key witness was coerced. They found new evidence. The necklace... And all the suspicious shit with Tyler? Surely there's an error. Look, we knew it was a long shot. That they even read or replied to the brief was a goddamn miracle. 
The state Supreme Court does not have to take the case, and in this instance, they simply let the appellate court's decision stand. Okay, we anticipated this, and we had to do it to exhaust all possible appeals. And the good news is that they got back to us in relative short order. Okay, they could have sat on it until the last minute, but as it stands now, we still have time to ask for clemency. We can still make a request to the governor for relief from the death sentence. Do you know the governor? I know somebody that knows the governor. Who? Bobby Hadley. That's right. There's a situation with Mr. Hadley and Dina. A situation? That's right. He may be incentivized to make a personal appeal on James Fincher's behalf. Encouraging. And I, for one, am not giving up. Not if there is any threat of a chance. We can ask the governor to at least postpone the execution. Or commute the sentence to life in prison. Julian, where are you going now? Every minute we sit here is 60 seconds less of Finch's life. What do we need? More proof? More evidence that it wasn't Finch who murdered the Hadley brothers? We need something more than circumstantial. Did you find out where Detective Smith's car was found? Waiting on a call back as we speak. Dina. Hey, look at me. I'm close. I am so goddamn close I can smell it. Don't give up.
Did you find it? Well, hello, Julian. Did you find the interview? Good timing. You ready to take a few questions? It's hey, piece. the interview. The interview with Detective Smith. 2007, it would have been late June or early July. You mean the one where he tried to expose Sheriff Hooper for targeting James yeah. Hooper despite other leads? Yes. The one he gave before he vanished mysteriously? That would be the one. You son of a bitch. Did you uh, find yeah, it? I did, and I digitized it right here on this thumb drive. Great, thanks. <laughs> Whoa, now, hold on. Not just yet. Deal's a deal. Huh? First, let's get your interview. <laughs> Fucking thumb drive off. Shove this lamp up your ass and plug it in. Okay, okay, okay. Jeez. Maybe, maybe we could do a post-mortem piece on you or something? Think about it. Season detectives understand they must take a step back and look at the whole picture and exhaust all investigative avenues to present the best case they can to the district attorney. And didn't you do that with James Fincher? Absolutely not. It was nearly impossible to narrow the focus to him when there's still other suspects on the board. Other suspects? Can you tell us who? Off the record. Okay. Okay, fine, yeah, off the record. I'm still interested in the boys who found the bodies. They were both absent from school the same day the Hadley boys went missing. Tyler Wilson and Julian Solace. Mm -hmm. But Solace gave you information that led to James Fincher's arrest. Not to arrest. me. He told Sheriff Hooper. And that boy was so scared and sleep deprived and hungry, he would have told Hooper that Fincher shot JFK if that's what Hooper wanted. So are you suggesting that Solace was coerced by Hooper to lie? By Hooper and his father. His father? Paul Solace is still a person of interest in my book. And you believe these are more likely suspects than James Fincher? It doesn't matter what I believe. It matters what I know. I know these are suspects with no alibi. Suspects with a clear motive. But that's not the only difference. <laughs> What's the other difference? These suspects are white. So now you're playing the race card. Tell me the truth. That's what this is really about for you, you isn't it? You goddamn right it is, and it should be for you too. Why do you think I'm doing this interview? Where the hell are you guys in all this? Where's the goddamn investigative journalism? All you jokers do is report what Hooper tells you as if it's the truth. You ain't the press. You're a mouthpiece for the local authorities. Well, that's offensive. I've never gone to the press before, never. I'm giving you a massive window here. This is a national story. This is a chance to redeem yourselves. An opportunity to embrace a little journalistic integrity for a change. To do your fucking job. So take it or leave it. Because I'm going to the Times next. Jill? I've got it. You ready? Yeah. Solomon's car was found at the bottom of Spalding Gorge, below Matheson Road. Matheson? Yeah, right at the mile marker 13. A hunter found it, apparently. Let's see. Uh, the report is from October 2010, what? about three years after Smith Jim, went missing. Did you say Matheson? Yeah, mile marker 13. The car was rusted what? out. Maybe went off the side of the road. I mean, that kind of thing happens every year on these winding mountain roads, you know. But normally they find the driver, too. It was definitely registered to Detective Smith. 
road and I feel it again. The pull. Like I'm leaning over an endless abyss. And the fog beat me here. But it doesn't matter. I could drive this road blindfolded. I know it like my own skin. I'm trying to comprehend how it's possible. But I can't deny this. Everything is pointing directly at it. At him. My father. In 2007, his life was in turmoil. He had been grieving mom's death for less than a year. The hospital bills were crippling. Now, Jesus, he cursed our poverty every day, and it was no secret in our house that he despised Bobby Hadley. Then he sees me getting tormented by Bobby Hadley's sons. They cornered me in the library, beat me up, scissored my hair off, and later that same week my dad was fired. Fired from his job at the Hadley dealership, a job he'd had my whole life. My God, if anyone had a motive to kill, Detective Smith, he was on my dad's trail. And Smith's car was found at the bottom of the gorge directly below our old house. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Maybe another devil's prank. Or maybe my father just snapped. The world is a dark and unjust place where the cowards and the cruel reign supreme. And so, maybe... He snapped. And we're here. The drive is overgrown. It's, uh... It's been a lot of years since anyone probably came down this way. But, uh... This is it. We're here. Rome. This is ground zero of my existence. This place. Where I was born. Where I grew up. Where my mother died. Where my house stood before it was gutted by fire. It burned almost to the ground as soon as I left here. There was not much left. Just blackened and rotten remains of the house. I saw the pictures after it first burned. A hollow shell. Windows blown out like an empty, leering skull. Now it's caved in, 
brick ruins overtaken with vines and kudzu. It's hard to explain what I saw in that moment. More than a shadow, less than a person. The gray man, down by the southwest corner of the house behind the trees. What? What the fuck do you want? He was motionless. No reaction at all. Why are you following me? Just stood there in the shadows. As I moved closer, he became obscured by the huge gnarled oak tree there. The same one that once held a swing where my mother used to push me. It was just a blink. An instance. As I came around the curved drive, he was gone. Any other time, I'd have excused it as a trick of the light. The cloud gusts surged along the ridge at 40 miles an hour. Strange movement everywhere. The mind playing its games. But I knew better. I walked to the oak tree. The rope of the tire swing had long since broken and the rubber tire was almost completely buried under dirt and leaves. But there was something else there, lying on the ground. Then I saw it. The scarf. My mom's red scarf. You gotta be fucking kidding me. I could feel the gray man's eyes on me. I scanned the woods, hoping to return his gray stare, but he was nowhere to be found. I circled the yard then, tracing the shadows that stretched into the woods. But he was gone. Instead, my eyes fixed on a small, half-rotten wooden door leading to the crawl space under the buried ruins and the foundation of the house that was still intact. I crawled in. It was pitch black. I turned on the flashlight on my phone and raised it into the darkness. Damp earth covered in animal scat and debris. The floor joists and heartwood pine floorboards had withstood the fire, but they were rotten and sagging downward, making a low space feel perilously tight. Something scurried further back into the darkness. Just out of range of my flashlight, I panted across the space until until something glinted in the darkness in a far corner. Just enough light to catch the eye. I could feel it. This place, just below where I'd spent my youth. It was a place of death. The earth was black and wet and harbored no life, except for a large growth of mushrooms there in the furthest corner of the cross space where the brick had crumbled away, perhaps allowing some sunlight through in the daytime. The earth around it was sunken in, and the fungus seemed to bloom from there. I crawled on my belly, inch by painful inch, the dampness seeping into my bones, an otherworldly chill. A strange breeze making its way through the cracks of the broken house above reminded me of the breath of the caves. Then I saw what looked like leather, a container jutting from the sunken earth. I dug, 
The soil was loose here in the sunken spot, not tamped down by time like the rest of the ground in the space. Someone had dug here. The angle was difficult lying down. My shoulders cramped and fingernails got caked with earth, but finally, something emerged. It was a holstered gun, still attached to its owner. It wasn't long before I uncovered the black cloth of a suit coat, tattered and rotten, but still intact. And it wasn't long after that that I unearthed the bones, ribs, vertebrae. I traced the coat sleeve to the skeletal remains of a hand. There, I found a wristwatch and a ring. Dad, what did you do? Most importantly, I noticed there was something bulging from the inside coat pocket. A small cassette player, mostly preserved in the silk lining and folds of cloth. I crawled back out with all the contents of the bag. I set the red scarf down in the passenger seat. I put the 9mm pistol in the glove box. Then I carefully studied the cassette player. June 24, 2007. They captured their monsters. Damn it. What are these? Triple A. yesterday. James Fincher was arrested and charged with a double homicide, but I'm still not satisfied. I drove back up Route 17 to the caves to check the motion sensor cams this morning. They picked up a few more visitors paying respects. They left flowers and burned candles at the front of the cave, but only one visitor looked familiar. The motion sensor caught him moving through the shadows. No flashlight. And the night vision is grainy, but he's a he's a tall man. Beard. Baseball cap, coveralls. Scarfed. He didn't leave any flowers. First time the camera picked him up was June sixteenth, a Saturday, midnight, one month after the Hadley boys went missing. Same day of the week. Same time of day. Here he is again, one week later. Saturday, June 23rd, midnight. And he ain't leaving no flowers. Someone's coming up the drive. Hello, Chef. What could you possibly want? And you brought backup. Sheriff Hooper. To what do I owe this honor? I'm just here to talk, Solomon. Oh. We're on first name basis again now, are we? 
Can I come in? I don't see why not. I am here as a courtesy, Detective Smith. Uh-huh. Go on. Now, we do things a certain way here in Pottsville, Detective. Yeah, I'm aware. And you going to the press is a big fucking problem. For one thing, it undermines our process. It also paints your investigation in a certain light that could endanger your ability to put an innocent boy on death row. God damn it, Solomon. I know oh, you don't want to hear this. Oh, now we're back to Solomon. All right, you listen to me, Detective. You are off no, this fucking No, you listen, case. you spineless motherfucker. You got a boy. A boy. Boy, locked up for a crime he didn't fucking commit. Says fucking you. And I will continue to investigate. The hell you As will. a private citizen. You are playing with fire, boy. Ah, and there it is. <laughs> you see, it doesn't take much to shake the demons and drive them into the fire. Did you say? Hmm. I think that it would be best... If you move on, leave our town. That a threat? Let's just say in Manawalk County, things happen a certain way. Like I said, I'm aware. All right, Detective Smith. Things happen here to people who dig and try as I might the best I can do is to curtail those things. What the hell are you saying, Kirby? That you can't control the good old boys? No. It's more than that. There's something about this place. Something in the fog. I could never put my finger on it even after a whole life spent here. And God knows I have tried. And it's not just your normal small town bigotry. I mean, now obviously that's here too, but there's something deeper. It's a rot beneath the rot. People who try to suss it out Bad things happen. Look, if you're gonna threaten me, just do it. That ain't it, Solomon. Look, I do respect you, Detective Smith, genuinely. I admire you. And I don't know for sure about the Fincher kid, but I do know for sure that he was involved. And all he'd have to do to throw us off his scent would be to talk. That's it. And he won't. And why do you think that is? Well, I know what you're thinking. That he's scared of me. But, Detective, it's... It's more. He feels what I do. There's something deeper here. Something beyond his control. And beyond mine. All I can do is try to keep it in check. That's some vague shit, Sheriff. You haven't felt it? <laughs> you have.
Give me one more night. Detective. Sheriff. One more. To tie up a couple of loose ends, revisit a few ideas. If I don't find what I need, I'll be gone by dawn. Won't even say goodbye. It'll be like I was never even here. Well, where are you gonna go? You got family somewhere? Uh, they're all long gone. Only brother died a few years back. Got an ex-wife who hates my guts. Been there. <laughs> I'll bet. All right. Fine. Fine. Yo, Billy Voodoo bullshit. Sorry, Kirby. But I ain't going nowhere. Saturday, June 30th, 2007. 7.20 a.m. I'm heading up State Route 17 to the Griff Washington property. Richard Rydell couldn't hide forever. Even in a major metropolis like Atlanta, a concrete jungle. But this is a different environment. This backwater deliverance shithole. The population of all Manowar County is less than 3% that of Atlanta. But the method works to scale. Just follow the patterns. Killer always returns eventually to the scene of the crime. Got my tent, good sleeping bag, all the food I need. We're gonna live in a cave for a while. Call it a stakeout. Rydell returned to the scene of his greatest night. I'm sure whoever killed those Hadley boys will return again too just like he did last Saturday, and the Saturday before that. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Time is a luxury for us, especially if you're a mom. That's why we need a skincare routine that's easy, fast, and gives us results. 
Plus, what if your products had thousands of five-star reviews, were natural and affordable? Well, say hello to Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Not sure where to start? I highly recommend the Work System. It's everything you need in one powerful package. Take out the guesswork with a proven routine that includes a gentle yet effective cleanser, a super skin toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. See what everyone is raving about. From serum sets to the always sold out retinol alternative TBT cream, you'll find your perfect skincare match. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally five stars. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com for 20% off with code GETDIME. That's Dime beautyco.com code get dime for 20% off June 30th 11.52pm got ahead hard to make him out but he's down there at the mouth of the caves he looks about 6'1 about 200 maybe 210 coveralls baseball cap Right on time, motherfucker. Now, what exactly the hell are you doing here? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's on his knees. Praying. Nope. Not a good look. July 1st, 1.11 a.m. Made my way back to the road ahead of the subject. Mr. Midnight Prayer. Found his truck here. Tucked in a turn about a few hundred meters up the road and waited. Red Tacoma. <laughs> Got his plates. Sunday, July 1st. 9 a.m. I couldn't risk following my midnight man on Route 17 at 2 a.m. There's no way he would know he was being followed. I ran the plates, though. The truck is registered to one Paul Solace. Ain't that interesting coincidence. <laughs> Paul's son, Julian, happened to be one of our first suspects. And Julian's the one who found the bodies. Julian, who pointed the finger at James Fincher. Guess I'm gonna need to have a chat with old Paul. Hello? Uh, Mr. Sullis. Jackson Smith. Sorry, I didn't hear the door right away. Uh, I don't get too many visitors. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, look, I... I uh... you're here for more information, I'm... Fred Julian has said everything he's going to say. No, 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 Mr. Sullivan. I just, I just need to, uh, I just need to use your phone. My phone? Yeah. Uh, I need to call AAA. My car just blew a couple of tires on that sharp curve down the road there. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that curve's got more than a few drivers a headache. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm sorry. Please come in. This way. How's your boy? Fine. 
Thursday. Summer vacation. I think he, uh, he needs to get away from all this. You know, he's, uh, starting college in a couple months. It's, uh, one of these moving boxes. Where were you headed, Detective? Oh, uh, I'm going away, too, actually. Away? Out of Pottsville. We're moving. Sorry to hear it. I just... I guess your work is done. It's up to the prosecution guys now. Detective Smith, we are all grateful for the expertise you brought to the case. We hope you feel good about the results of your efforts. Well, it's been a complicated one, that's for certain. Phone's through here in the kitchen. Uh, thanks. I'm just gonna see a man about a horse real quick. You want a coffee or something? How's yourself? Yeah, thanks. like an old scarf. Just so I fold it here in this moving box. Please put that down. That's special to me. Mr. Solace, do you know why we suspected your son Julian? No, I do not. Simple. First, he was absent from Carter High on May 18th. And see, only four students were absent that day. Deacon and Thomas Hadley, of course. That was the day they went missing. The other two were Tyler Wilson and Julian. I told Hooper. Julian was with me that day. Uh-huh. We went to the cemetery that morning to pay our respects. Julian's mother was laid to rest earlier that year. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for your loss. The other reason Julian was a suspect was this yearbook picture here. Tyler Wilson, James Fincher, and Julian. When I saw the scarf Julian's wearing in this picture, it all made sense. This is the same wool scarf here in my hand, I believe. And you see here, where it's been stretched and torn, Mr. Solis? I have a little hunch it matches the fabric found at the crime scene. Red wool fibers, just like the ones found under Thomas Hadley's fingernails. That's my scarf. The wife never did before she died. Red was a favorite color. And what about these? They were my wife's sewing scissors. Why would sewing scissors have blood on them, Mr. Solis? But I've been doing this for a while. I know what it is when I see it. That there is dried blood. Turn around. Face the sink. You gonna shoot me, Paul? Please turn around. Look, I know what it's like. I do. To have a son who is bullied. Now. Daddy, why is everyone being mean to me? That's what my boy asked me when he was only five years old. And it got worse. If only I could have seen it. By the time he was in high school, he was completely isolated. I thought something was wrong with him. I... I also bullied him. Shamed him. Because I was disappointed that he was so weak. I thought he just needed to man up. Thought he needed tough love no matter how many times I screamed at him, you are better than them. 
It only made him more isolated, made him feel even more, more let down. And the truth is, he was a disappointment. Fuck it. I'll say it, might as well say it to the man who's got a gun pointed at me, and my boy knew it too. Knew I was, I was disappointed at him. Knew I would never accept him for who he was, and it only made him feel more unlovable. Sound familiar? Hmm? Because my own son was bullied too. Bullied so bad he actually t took his own life. So I understand, as a father, it makes you want to kill, don't it? Just walk. Turn around and walk out the back door of the house. These nasty, spoiled fuckers. Dumb as dirt, giving your boy a regular beatdown. And you were powerless to stop it. Couldn't do shit. Until you could. Until you had no choice. That's why you got fired from the Hadley dealership, ain't it? You went to have a chat with Bobby Hadley, man to man, to see about getting his boys to stop kicking the shit out of your kid, Julian. But you lost your temper. You threatened him, and he canned your ass, didn't he? After 20 motherfucking years. And you ain't rich like him. You got to work to pay for a way out for your son so he don't end up just like you. Unable to pay for medical bills and funeral costs after your wife died that horrible slow death. Leaving you with nothing. Nothing but your son Julian. And this red wool scarf. What, goddammit? Nah. I'm not gonna do it. I ain't going out back. Shit. Don't look at me like that. I'm standing here holding evidence while you point a shotgun at me. Man, I know which way the wind is blowing. And I ain't going out like that. Damn. You're smart. But you are also one arrogant son of a bitch. I'm on the business side of this barrel. And you are still making demands? You're goddamn right. If you're gonna kill me, I'm not gonna let you do it outside. It's gonna be right here in the middle of your home. Where you'll have to scrub the fucking cheap-ass linoleum to get the blood and bones and fragments out. Where you'll have to use stain blocker and plaster over pellet holes. Where you'll have to see my ghost every fucking morning when you pour your cup of weak-ass folders and eat your scrambled fucking eggs. Please, detective. No! No, please! I don't want to have you to kill you. You don't have to, goddammit! This is a choice! You are making a choice! You! Now you can put the gun down and come quietly with me, or you can shoot me dead in the middle of this house. The one you bought with your wife. The one you wait up nights for your boy, hoping he's ever gonna come back at all. 
but I sure as hell ain't gonna be an accessory to my own murder by making it easy on you. So, which is it, huh? What's it gonna be, Paul? All right. Paul Solis, you are under arrest. You have the right to remain. as Detective Solomon Smith, Nick Searcy as Sheriff Kirby Hooper, Justin Wellborn as Tyler Wilson, Jill Jane Clements as Jill Campbell, Brad Carter as Dooley Tappert, Scott Poitras as Reverend Perkins, Samantha Ashley as Dina Fincher, Justin Matthew Smith as Paul Solace, Tara Oaks as Laura Solace, Jonathan Horn as Deacon Hadley, Alden Karanovich as Thomas Hadley, Mike W. Anderson as Griff Washington, Bodie Walteroth as Jimmy Fincher, Brian McClure as Ian Spinks, Larry Clark as Bobby Hadley, Peyton Fallis as Ed LeBlanc, Vic Polizas as William Fowler, Nick Tikoski as Richard Rydell, and Aileen Loy as The Darkness. With additional performances by Clint McGowan, Dina Dill, Edward Howard, Henry Foster Brown, Jamie Joseph, Juan Monsalves, Christopher Curry, Bailey Heineman, David Mitchell, and Bernard Sitaro Clark. Created by Connell Byrne and Dan Bush. Written by Dan Bush, Zoe Cooper, and Nicholas Tikoski. Featuring our theme song, Killer Inside. Written, produced, and performed by Lyra Lynn. Our executive producers are Matt Frederick, Alexander Williams, Michael Monti, and Courtney Dufries. Our executive producers at Blumhouse Television are Jeremy Gold, Chris Dickey, and Noah Feinberg. Produced by Dan Bush. Music by Ben Lovett. Additional music by Alexander Rodriguez. Edited by Dan Bush, Chris Childs, Stephen Perez, and David Chen. Sound design by Benjamin Balcom. Additional sound design by Alexander Rodriguez. Dialogue editing and sound mixing by Juan Campos. Recorded at Studio Awesome in Los Angeles. Soundbite Studio in Atlanta and Echo Mountain in Asheville. Casting by Sunday Bowling Kennedy and Meg Mormon. Our dialect coach is Linda Bassesti. Assistant Director, Michael Monti. Second Assistant Director, Script Supervisor and Production Coordinator, Sarah Klein. Supervising Producer, Josh Thane. Special thanks to Mary Ellen and Jason Davis, Jonathan Dieter, and Joe Rickman. The Manawalk Caves is a production of iHeartRadio, Blumhouse Television, and Psychopia Pictures.
Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.